football fans, welcome to episode 53. That's right, episode 53 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We're going to have some fun tonight. I got all kinds of great stuff to get through. We've got the live feed going. Hopefully, we'll get some feedback over there. Hopefully, not bad feedback. <laughs> Even bad feedback's good, I guess. Bad, bad feedback. Say that three times fast. Bad feedback. That's nah, not good enough. Tongue twister. Tongue, tongue twister. Apparently, I can't even say the words tongue twister without messing that one up. Uh, but all kinds of good stuff. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. As always, our social plugs. Social plugs. This is where you can connect with us outside of actually listening to the podcast or watching the podcast. Uh, one of those places would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. I'm going to warn everyone right now. We're looking to move everything from Facebook. Uh, we already have things kind of spread across multiple platforms, but I'm looking to move everything from Facebook. And this is basically because Facebook's algorithm is just, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm watching our page numbers just dip, you know, constantly just dip. And this is happening because Facebook, they do this thing called boosted posts where they make you pay. They make you pay to, to get like advertisement posts about your page within other people's feeds. Like when you're scrolling through your Facebook feed, if you still do that, you, you, you know, you go through there and you see these sponsored, sponsored, whatever it is. Yeah. Those are boosted posts. People are paying for that stuff. So because of that, Facebook is, it, you can tell they, they've really shifted their algorithm to make anyone who's not paying money for a free platform. Anyone who's not paying money on their free platform uh, is going to, you're going to see dips in your numbers, it, like no question about it. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of that. So really, I'm not going to put time and effort into Facebook if, if they're not going to play nice with all of their users and all of the influencers that, that actually use Facebook. Uh, so eventually we are going to move everything off of Facebook. I mean, the page is probably still going to live there, but I'm not going to continue posting stuff. We're not going to continue putting videos up there because honestly, I'm done with Facebook. I'm done with Facebook. I'm going to hit a point where it's just, it's pictures of, 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 like my family. And that's really all you're going to see from me on Facebook. So that's a warning to everyone. We are getting there. But for now, head on over, like our page, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, of course, more importantly, hit us up on Twitter. Give us a little follow on the Twitter. And actually, our, the, our Twitter account uh, has been growing somewhat exponentially over the past week or so. Uh, and I think it, it's, we're really pushing that and getting it out there. So hit us up on Twitter at tell the wall pod or at magic Muppet. That's right. At tell the wall pod or at magic Muppet. Both of those tell the wall pod is obviously dedicated strictly to the podcast and the go tell it to the wall family of fun, ridiculous things that we do. Uh, and at magic Muppet would be my personal account. So, so follow us on over there too. Uh, all kinds of common sense coming out on, on almost a daily basis, depending how busy we are uh, and, and how often I can actually get stuff up there. So check us out there. Of course, YouTube. Head on over to YouTube. Search Go Tell It To The Wall uh, and subscribe to our page. That's where you're going to find all those beer reviews that I, that I constantly talk about, as well as some other fun interstitial stuff. Uh, so give us a, 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 a sub subscribe over on YouTube, and most importantly, and encompassing of all those things would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right. If you go to SeanO'RourkeLive.com, you're going to find links to all of those things that I just mentioned, as well as links to our Patreon page where you can financially support the show. Uh, additionally, there's some photos up there that you're not going to see anywhere else, and uh, I, I, there might be some videos up there you're not going to see anywhere else. I don't think so. I think all the videos up there are also on YouTube, uh, but check us out there. Drop us a line. You can you can directly message the podcast and, and go tell it to the wall as a whole. Uh, through there. So, ch so check it out. SeanOrourkeLive.com. That's right. 
Uh, and eventually, eventually we're going to get on Twitch. I keep talking about this, and Twitch is making a big push for things outside of, of video games. And so I think eventually we are going to kind of shift things to Twitch and, and maybe some, uh, what is it, uh, YouTube YouTube live streaming. We're going to look at doing some of that too because, like I said, we're, we're done with this Facebook live streams. I just, I can't, like, I'm not going to put in time anymore. Just not going to do it. Uh, all right. Beer this week. Beer this week. Haha. <laughs> I went a, a little bit themed for this week uh, because we are recording this on April 19th and it's going to be posted and live on April 20th. And those of you that live in this country and maybe around the world, I don't know how wide reaching it is. It's kind of an unofficial holiday uh, for, for marijuana users, you know, recreationally, medically, and however you want to look at it. Uh, it's kind of their, that unofficial holiday. So in honor of that, Beer this week is a nice little brew from Pizza Port Brewing Company called Chronic Ale. That's right, Chronic Ale. Uh, it's actually an amber ale. If you're not familiar with Pizza Port Brewing, they're out of San Diego County. Uh, I believe Carlsbad. I know they're North County, uh, one of the beach cities there in North County. Th great beers, great beers. I've had quite a few great beers from them. I do enjoy the the can artwork that they do a lot of times. You know, so you, you also get the added benefit of, I guess, benefit. It doesn't make the beer taste better, but it's just cool to know that uh, that a brewery appreciates their craft and they're putting a little more effort into it outside of just making beer and throwing it in a, you know, regular old can. And Pizza Port is, is one of the breweries that does that. So check them out. We also shot a an official Go Tell to the Brewery beer review of this one, and that one's going to go live tomorrow morning on April 20th, of course, because it is, uh, you know, it's 420 and we got to tie that in. We're just, you know, we're, we're just embracing it, especially with recreational marijuana being legal in the state of California now. People, I, this is, this is the first 420 in California. And, I, you know, on a personal level, like, I don't make a big deal about it. I don't. It's like, it's another day, you know, it, like, I am a proponent of medical marijuana and recreational marijuana, but it's, it's another day. Like, let's, you know, I'm not, but for those of you out there that do uh, enjoy partaking in the holiday, I guess, the day in itself, uh, enjoy yourselves tomorrow. And I know it's going to be crazy here in Southern California. Because uh, this is the first, first April 20th that it is recreationally legal here in the state of California. So I, th I think we're going to see quite a bit of people having some fun, some, maybe some events out there. I didn't do any kind of research on this. Uh, I'll tell you, Jack in the Box is probably going to sell out of Munchie Meals at some point tomorrow. Um, and we're going to talk about some more stuff throughout the show that kind of ties into that. But grab yourself a Pizza Port Chronic Ale. Like I said, it's an amber ale. It's a tasty one. Sitting at about 4.9. It's under 5%. Uh, not super, super high alcohol content. And I do love this about Pizza Port is they do the 16-ounce cans. I love the 16-ounce cans. It's just better. I, we we got to start putting everything in 16-ounce cans. You go, to, you go to the pub, you buy a pint, pint of beer. That's 16 ounces. Pint cans. Let's do it. Let's just keep it moving. Everybody's got to do the pint cans. Uh, all right. But grab one of those. You know, you know, that's the good stuff. Oh, speaking of beer, I was actually in, uh, well, I'll get into a little bit. A little bit of some local beers here in a minute, but I want to take a moment right now to wish a big congratulations to a huge fan of the show. He listens to every single episode, uh, does everything he can to promote the podcast and the Go Tell to the Wall family of stuff, and he actually got married this past weekend. That would be my good friend, friend of the show, uh, patron, wall fan, common censor, Art McCann. Congratulations to you. Uh, I wanted to do maybe... I, I don't like to let people know what I'm doing. So I was in Arizona over the weekend uh, to watch my, my good friend. I've known him since third grade. Watch my good friend Art marry his his now wife, uh, Nikki. So congratulations to both both of you, Art and Nikki. Uh, and on that same note, so like I said, I went to Arizona 
this past weekend. Arizona. I was in the Phoenix area. I was in Gilbert, which is, it's like a suburb. It's right near Phoenix. Like, you know, it's kind of, I imagine if, uh, if, if someone's from Arizona, like from Gilbert or those areas, and it's kind of like, you know, I mean, I do live in Los Angeles, but even when I lived like in the Valley and outside of LA proper, you, you just tell people I live in LA. You know, I grew up with this, with my family being from Chicago, they, like living in the suburbs of Chicago, not in Chicago. But you didn't say, Whoa. my family lives in Bolingbrook because anyone outside of that area doesn't know what the hell Bowling. You know, it's the same thing. So I imagine Gilbert, you just, oh, I'm Phoenix, it's Phoenix area. Anyway, so we're real close to Phoenix. Uh, really enjoyed kind of the atmosphere out there. It's, it's really wild out there. But I will tell you one thing. I always get this confirmed. I enjoyed my time there, but ten, this always tends to happen when I go to another state. I just, I, you know, I, I get the, it's verified, verified <laughs> that I, I really can't live outside of California. This is, this is my, my home state and I intend to stay here and it's going to take a hell of a lot to get me out of this state, despite the fact that it costs a lot of money to live. It just does. The cost of living is very expensive here. Uh, but you know, you're paying for that sunshine, that good weather. And they got a lot of sunshine in Arizona, but it gets to like 115 degrees. That's crazy. I was dealing with my, with my sinuses all week, like the dry. It's yeah. Crazy. Nothing against Arizona. Just for me personally, never leaving California. Uh, but I will tell everyone out there, if you are in Arizona and, uh, and I told some of the people that I was hanging out with there, keep an eye out for some hashtag common sense stickers and, uh, maybe some of my own personal burn stickers, the Muppet stickers that you, that you might see out there. Uh, I was I might I might have made it rain common sense stickers in uh, in the Dirks Bentley whiskey bar there in Gilbert. Yeah, th- imagine how that was going for me. <laughs> Here I'm in a country bar. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm I'm gonna feel bad about this, but listening to one of the worst DJs I've ever heard in my entire life, and I'm just. What is happening here? Uh, but I enjoyed myself because I was there with some friends, and basically, my my good friend and I, we were both groomsmen in the wedding. We went and uh, went and crashed the bachelorette party the night before, night before the uh, night before the wedding. And uh, I'll tell you, I I was dead the next day, and not because of drinking too much. Actually, I saw Last Call for the first time in years, years. Last Call in Arizona. If, you know, if you're on the East Coast, it's not as late for those of you that are on the East Coast. It's two a.m. I did the last call at two, and I was just like, I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing? What am I doing? Didn't get home till like 3 a.m. Home being like this, this Airbnb that we're, yeah, yeah. I'm getting too old for that last call stuff. I just, I can't do it. I, mean, I remember the days when I was able to do that. I remember arguing with, with not arguing like viciously arguing, but trying to convince bartenders, uh, you know, years ago. But when the time change happened, you know, because it always happens like Saturday night going into Sunday, and it happens at 2 a.m., uh, and so when it falls back, it's actually 1 a.m. I've tried to convince so many bartenders, like, no, 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 it's only 1 a.m. You can serve me. Not anymore, wall fans. Oh, not anymore. I was uh, I was kind of useless the next day. I had to, had to uh, wake myself up a bit to get up for that wedding itself. Uh, one thing that I was remiss in doing, and I apologize to all of you out there, and I'm going to get my hands on some, is I meant to pick up some local Arizona beer uh, I was enjoying some while I was there, but I actually meant to bring some back, have it on the podcast, have it on a Go Tell It to the Brewery review, and of course, that's what happens when I'm out until last call. I just forget things, and yeah, it happens. Uh, but again, congrats to Art and Nikki. Enjoyed my time out there, and enjoyed, uh, or was honored to be able to share the day with you guys, and uh, you get a little shout out on the pod. I know Art's going to listen to this. Uh, he's he's a listener. He's not a watcher, so he is not on the live feed, but when he gets around to it, uh, he'll be happy about that one. All right, I want to talk about April 20th. I want to talk about it. I know, I mentioned 420, 420, 420. 
I want to talk about April 20th and what else is going on on April 20th, 2018, which would be tomorrow if you're watching on the live feed uh, or the day this is published. So if you're just a listener, it's going to be t- today for you. I got I to figure out, like, it's so hard to differentiate that stuff, you know, like, depending, you're watching the live feed, this is blah, 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 you're listening, and, and theoretically, someone could be listening to this, like, a month from now and be like, oh, I just totally missed that, but I want to talk about it anyway, uh, what's happening in our country tomorrow, April 20th, would be another national school walkout, I've talked about this one on the podcast previously, especially with everyone who thought they were so funny, oh, the kids are just trying to skip school on 420, it's brilliant, no, 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 uh, 19 years ago tomorrow, the Columbine tragedy happened uh, where 13 kids lost their lives. And tomorrow, uh, in honor of that and as a protest for gun reform, students across the country will be walking out of their classrooms at 10 a.m. That is when the, the shooting started in Columbine. And they will walk out and they will most likely participate in 13 minutes of silence uh, for the 13 victims of Columbine. And I'm going to tell everyone out there right now, whether you have a problem with it or not, you wanna you wanna you want your gun pride from your cold dead hand. We need to respect the youth. They have the right to their opinion and their voice, and this is how they're making their voices heard. And you could say, well, well, they're skipping school and all this other stuff. Remember, it wasn't that long ago, not that long ago. Most likely, could be in 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 your lifetime, if not your lifetime, your parents' lifetime, definitely your grandparents' lifetime, that certain people couldn't drink at certain water fountains, certain people couldn't sit at certain counters to eat food. Certain people couldn't sit at the front of a bus. And you know what it took to change that? Was protests. So whether you agree or not, they have every right to do that. And they're going to do it. And we at Go Tell Us The Wall are going to support that. And I encourage all of you out there to support that because these kids are just trying to get their voices heard and they're trying not to be killed in their classrooms when they're trying to learn. No, no, young, no young kid, no teenager should, should have that fear on a daily basis. And we live in a country where they do have that fear on a daily basis, and they have every right to protest because they don't should not have to have that fear. Ugh. All right, a uh, little bit of news, just update everyone. Apparently, Go Tells the Wall podcast is on Spotify now. Wasn't aware of this. I, I do this every week or so. Like, I don't, not even. I've ever, when I'm like, oh, let's see, and I'll Google Go Tells the Wall podcast. Hadn't seen this one before, but apparently, we are on Spotify. So, if you're a Spotify user. Uh, find us on there. You know, you can listen to the podcast on Spotify. You, you can add it to your list. I, I'm so unfamiliar with Spotify that it's not like a subscribe thing. You like add it to your list or whatever. So do it. If you're a Spotify, you do what you do and put Go Tell It's a Wall podcast uh, on, on your Spotify. Enjoy it there if that's kind of your your app of, of choice. And is that, that's, that, that doesn't even work. App of choice. Your if if this is what if that's the app you prefer to consume podcasts and media and music and blah, 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 blah. Then get us on there. All right. Uh, I'm going to skip this. I had, a, I had a weird dream. Well, I'm going to let everyone know. We're still on the opening, but I had this weird dream this week, a couple days ago, actually, uh, where I shaved my beard. For those of you that only listen, and you, well, you've, you've probably seen because it, it's got my face on, on all the podcast stuff. Uh, I shaved my beard, and the extra weird part about it was I came out after shaving my beard and realized I was at my grandmother's house. This is my late grandmother who passed away in July. And the extra funny thing about that is uh, my grandmother hated beards. Hated, she was not a beard fan and constantly told me many, 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 many times uh, to shave my beard. So I'm wondering if maybe she was talking to me from elsewhere and saying, hey, yep, I still don't like that beard, maybe get it shaved. 
but because of, of, of recognition and, and uh, differentiation, uh, it's, it's hard to get rid of the beard because people remember me because of the beard. They don't remember me because I, I'm, I'm the one and only Sean O'Rourke and your favorite podcaster now. They remember because I have a ridiculous beard, so it's hard to, hard to let go of that just for, for the recognition purpose, I guess. Uh, all right. Let's get into some social. Let's get into some social. I got some good ones this week. I really do. In fact, laugh out loud good on a couple of these. Uh, today, April 19th, is National High Five Day. That's right. National High Five Day. Uh, if you're interested in checking out some hashtags, you can you can check out hashtag National High Five Day. Uh, there's some clever stuff on there. But, you know, I'm not going to get into the actual hashtags. But I do want to take a moment to give a little virtual high five to all of the wall fans, common sensors, uh, brewery fans, whoever you are out there that consume all of the great stuff that we put out on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. A little virtual high five for all of you there on National High Five Day. Uh, and apologies if you're one of the people that hates high fives. I know there's a lot of people out there. I run into people. They're like, no, no, not giving a high five. Why? I, I don't like it's cool. It's just a thing. It's like I'm not gonna shake your hand. Okay, you don't have to. If you're not into high fives, it's fine. But hey, there's a little virtual high five. And for those of you that don't like high fives, just pretend I didn't give a virtual high five to you. Right? All right. Cool. Uh, more social. Hashtag that's trending right now on Twitter is hashtag never ask an angry woman. Now I appreciate this one. Um, uh, Appreciate and don't appreciate this. I do appreciate the grammar used here because if, if you notice what I said, it's hashtag never ask an angry woman, not a angry woman. So they've actually got the uh, they've actually got the grammar correct on this one, which I really appreciate because <laughs> 13 years Catholic school. Man, I'll tell you when I was in middle school, oh, oh I, I only had one teacher in, in second grade that, that had a rule or a nun. But outside of that, we weren't getting hit. Oh, but boy. You did not want to mess up your grammar. Oh, you did not want to do that. So I appreciate this one. Uh, the one thing that kind of irks me about it is, like, why does this have to be, like, a never ask an angry woman? can it just be never ask an angry person? And, of course, uh, somebody posts on Twitter, and I can agree with this one, but you shouldn't ask a woman this ever, whether she's angry or not, is, are you on your period? You know, come on. Like, it, it's, it's, not, it's not 1990. We can get over that one. Uh, but this one I do appreciate is, uh, oh, where's it? Oh, I can't find the one. I had it right in front of me, and now it's gone. There it is. Uh, and this one can really go both ways. You don't have to be a woman or a man. And this was uh, hashtag never ask an angry woman to calm down. No woman or man, for that matter, has ever calmed down from being told to calm down in the history of the world. And it is so true. It is so true. And like you, We've all done it. You know, you say, calm down. I mean, I say it to my daughter. I don't, you know, I don't know if she's taking that in and getting a little. But you say, calm down, man or woman. They're, they're not going to calm down. In fact, most likely they're going to get a little more fired up, fired up. Uh, and it's funny because I was listening to Marcellus Wiley, who is on uh, ESPN radio here in Los Angeles. Frickin' ESPN. I'm so done with them, too. But I listened to a couple shows on there simply because I like the, the hosts on there. And he was talking about how every day he cleans his house cleaning his house and stuff, uh, but the moment his wife asks him to do something, he turns into a petulant four-year-old, and it's so true. I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, my God. I constantly clean my house, but my wife, can you do the dishes? It's like, you know, like it's, it's the being asked, and it's the same thing with calm down. 
Like, no one in the history of the world has ever calmed down because he told them to calm down. Uh, but if you're interested in that one, check it out on Twitter. Uh, hashtag never ask an angry woman. And like I said, this can go both ways. Never ask an angry person. It doesn't have to be woman. It can be person. Woman, you know, because men get angry, too. Here's the thing. Like, newsflash, wall fans. <laughs> men can get angry, too. Oh, just ask my wife. I get much. I got a much worse temper than she does. Oh, she's gonna, yeah. She's gonna remind me of that later. Oh, I know it. Uh, all right. Another hashtag that we're looking at today on Twitter would be hashtag old things I want back. Old things I want back. I totally. Oh, I'm out of order here. Uh, old things I want back. And this one, I'm gonna warn everyone. This one, of course. Got a little political on both sides, you know, and, and and I get it because I can really relate on a certain side of that. Uh, but I'll warn you, it got very political. Uh, but there are some funny ones on here and there's just some genuine ones on here. Uh, like people have tweeted uh, hashtag old things I want back record stores, bookshops, uh, technology uh, that's more practical and accessible, you know, and, and, and I get it, you know, uh, and. Of course, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, hashtag old things I want back. A president who loves America more than Russia, more than himself. You know, I, I can agree with that. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to get political on the hashtags here. We're just trying to have some fun. One thing that really got to me is hashtag old things I want back. And someone tweeted two genders. Two genders. Now, this one, I'm going to debate a little bit. Because I was thinking about this, and you know, I always have this thought with the whole gender thing, and people are like, "Oh, I, why can't why can't it just be man and woman?" And I always ask myself, why do people care? Like, why does it bother you that there's another individual out there that's like, "Well, I'm I'm trans, like I'm not male or female, I'm blah blah blah." Like, why? How does that affect your life? Right. And, and I, I always wonder this because what is the big deal? Personally, I don't care. Call yourself a horse. It's cool. That's how you want to live your life. Do it. Live your life as a horse. As long as you ain't hurting anyone, you're not hurting anyone. Who cares? Who cares what other people do? Again, as long as they're not hurting anyone. Now I'm going to get emails now. What do you mean you don't care about what people do? What about all the gun owners that you? No, no. I that you're like, I'm going to get some of that hate email. I already know it. I already know it because that's what happens. That's what happens. But the gun owners, yeah. Well, the gun owners are hurting people. Hmm. <laughs> There's a difference, wall fans. Can you believe it? Oh, I'm still going to get the hate emails. I like, oh, God. But I just don't get it. I don't get it. What do you care? What do you care if there's two genders or 18 genders or 97 genders? Who cares? I just, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around how that affects other people. It shouldn't affect you. Don't let it affect you because it's not. It's not. Unless, of course, you're a hate-filled bigot, then, you know, everything bothers you, and you're just like, oh my gosh, that person's skin color's a different color, you know, then I, I don't, I can't, I don't know, I got nothing to say. Nothing to say to that. Uh, another, tra another trash tag, hashtag, that's trending. No, Bridget, I have not had too much beer before, I'm apparently just mixing up all my words today. Uh, uh. Another hashtag trending on Twitter right now is hashtag I left because. And again, I'm going to warn you on this one. There's some sad stuff on here because I think people got a little serious. And I'm all for that. You know, vent, use your platforms, get serious, whatever it is. I have no problem. 
I know. Did we just make up a new uh, go tell to the wall word, Bridget? Trash tag. Let me write that down. Trash tag. That's it. Trash tag. Basically everything the Orange Menace tweets. Trash tag. We're always inventing words here at Go Tell to the Wall. Everyone, well, not always. Every once in a while, a gem comes out. Trash tag. We're going to use that one from now on. Uh, all right. Hashtag I left because, like I was saying, uh, some sadness on there. And I get it. Vent. You know, there's talk... Uh, but there's some funny ones on there, too. And I'm going to leave you with this one. Hashtag, I left because the officer said I was in someone else's house. Damn, Ambien. <laughs> that one made me laugh. Uh, but again, I, I, you know, I prefer the social hashtags to be kind of funnier stuff or, or educational stuff. Uh, and that could be educational. Just, just you know, if, if, if you're not looking for things that could be potentially depressing, which is kind of what I do. And in fact, like... Oh, let me get on that just real quick on that note. And I got one more funny hashtag for you. I think I've talked about it on the podcast. I have an extreme fear of flying, an extreme, not a fear of heights, an extreme fear of flying and a fear of falling uh, and being in an airplane. For someone like me, this is not a good week to be on social media. Every other article is about what happened with Southwest. And my heart goes out to to the woman who, who lost her life. Um... But it's just, it's, it's, it's a huge trigger. And it's probably going to be five years before I can get on a damn plane again. And I'm seeing it every five seconds on social media. Uh, and here comes the other, the other emails. Well, just don't use social media. Detach. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what we're doing right now? Yeah. Half of what I do is freaking social media. That's, that's, that's basically my job. Social media. I have to be on social media. I have to do it for the podcast, uh, for, for everything pertaining to Go Tell to the Wall. I even have to do it for my, my jobs when I'm hosting live events. Everything comes through social media. All my, my communication comes through social media. There's no detaching from social media for me. I just can't do it. Can't do it. And I know everyone likes to, you, you want to be aware and you want to read articles and everything, but let's all calm down. I don't need it. My entire feed filled with, you know, pictures and, and all that other kind of stuff. Um, all right. So one more hashtag for you. This one is a good one. Hashtag stoner stories. Hashtag stoner stories. Uh, so this one, this one is hilarious and ties in with the 420 theme for episode 53. I had debated going four hours and 20 minutes in honor of 420. <laughs> Can you imagine how much off the rails that would be. That never would have happened. Not by myself. We'd have had to bring in like four extra <laughs> guests or whatever. Uh, but here's one. Let me give you a couple of these. Uh, one time I was holding my boyfriend's hand and I looked down and thought, wow, we're wearing the same, same shade of nail polish. Turns out I was holding my own hand. Hashtag stoner stories. Uh, this one, I this one, this was a laugh out loud, literally laugh out loud for one for me. Uh, me and a buddy decided to play some video games one afternoon after smoking. We were playing for about 30 minutes before his mom came home and asked what we were doing. Playing video games, we said. She said, the TV isn't on. <laughs> Hashtag stoner stories. Uh, I'm going to tell you a funny story. and I sh I'm not going to give his name out here, uh, but one of my roommates from college, he's, he's, he's a listener. He's going to listen to this. He's going to enjoy it. Uh, we, used to, we used to, you know, imbibe in some, some recreational uh, marijuana. When we were at home, and we liked to play a uh, certain video game. It was called GoldenEye when I was in college. And we played it on Nintendo 64 when, when that was around. Uh, and one night, we decided to, to imbibe ourselves. And, and I, at this time, I had a, uh, as, a, as a budding film student, I had a Hi8 video camera. 
And for some reason, we thought it would be funny to put the video camera behind us as we were sitting on the floor leaning against our couch, and we had the video camera pointing, and basically, I have the video somewhere. You see our two heads, and we're like yelling at each other, and it's basically us just playing a video game. What happened was, we sat there for like an hour and a half just playing playing this video game, <laughs> and I kid you not, if I can find the video somewhere, I turn around, and we're like, oh, okay, and I turn around and I go, oh, oh man, the video camera's still recorded. Recorded like an hour and a half of us just playing a stupid video game. And we, and we thought it was funny, you know. Uh, so I, kn- I know you're going to listen to that one. I'm not going to give your name out on the podcast, uh, but I know you're going to listen to that one. You're going to enjoy that one, and I remember it very, very well. Maybe I might still have the video somewhere. All right, we got one more thing on social here. I want to talk about this one in a, in a somewhat serious ma- manner. So recently, uh, there was a Canadian woman uh, who was on trial in Australia. Well, she took a cruise ship. Uh, I can't remember exactly where the cruise ship was going, uh, but she was with a, a couple other people from Canada. They got involved with a guy that wanted them to smuggle some cocaine on this cruise ship. And so what happened was they left Canada or wherever they had departed from, got to Australia, and they had dogs on the cruise ship as they were docked in Australia, and they sniffed out a bunch of cocaine. Her and two other people had a bunch of cocaine. And as she's going through a trial, this is this is why I want to bring this up as, as important and, and serious. You know, she said, all I wanted to do was take a vacation and be able to take a bunch of photos to show off to my friends. She was essentially doing this for Instagram photos and, and kind of pseudo-fame on Instagram because she couldn't afford to do this vacation by herself. I'm going to tell you, wall fans and common censors, this is common sense 101, you know, because you got to think about that. You got to really think about that. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? You're breaking the law, and is it worth it? And she's been sentenced. She's going to jail. She's going to go to jail in Australia for four and a half years, and then she's going to get extradited to Canada and spend more time in jail. That's, that's essentially what's happening. All because she wanted to get a little bit of fame from Instagram. And this isn't me just making it. She said this. So think about that. Be smart about it. Is it really worth it? And even if you think, well, there's no way I'll get caught. No, is it worth it? Is it worth it for some photos? Because let me also tell you, they have this thing called a green screen. Find someone who's technologically savvy. You can take a bunch of photos in front of a green screen and make it look like you're cruising all over the damn place. Be smarter out there, wall fans, common sensors. Ugh, it's just it's common sense. Common sense. All right, let's get into a little TV, film, books. I actually just have one thing, but I wanted to put this in, t- in TV, film, and books because we're seeing more and more and more of this. Uh, we actually t- I talked about this with Hulu and uh, Hulu and Spotify. Yeah, Hulu and Spotify, they bundled up together. Well, now we got another couple companies that are bundling things, uh, and that would be the semi-controversial movie pass. If you're not familiar with movie pass, I'm not going to sit here and explain it. It's semi-controversial because, like, there's debate over whether movie theaters are getting their money and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, if you're interested, go look it up. I'm not going to get into all the semantics of it. Uh, but movie pass has partnered up with iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, if you, if you weren't familiar, they actually have a premium subscription service uh, that you can get and you can access all their stations. I'm, I imagine it's similar to Spotify where you can add songs and keep them kind of in your song list or whatever else. Uh, so, so, you know, I'm just not familiar with it. However, uh, with th- they're bundling them together, and for $29.95 for the first three months, you can actually get that and MoviePass. And I'll t- just to give you a little bit of MoviePass, MoviePass basically gives you four in-theater movie tickets a month. So, think I mean, you if you do them, if you go to the movies enough, 
the cost, like it's it's a no brainer. The cost. I do know people that use Movie Pass, love it. Uh, they go they go to the movies like every weekend. You know, they're at the movies every single weekend. Uh, me personally, I got a kid at home. It'd be a waste of money for me to get something like Movie Pass uh, until she's old enough to go see movies. Then I'm using them all on kids' movies. I'm seeing the the latest Pixar movie 18 times, and so I guess maybe I'm saving money that way. Uh, but check out that bundle if you're interested, especially if you already have both, or if you have Movie Pass and you don't have a premium music subscription of any kind. This might be a good deal for you. So check that out. Just wanted to put that one out there because it's interesting. And I love that everything's bundling up now, which is funny because everything's separating, like Disney doing their own streaming, you know, subscriptions, blah 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 blah. And, and we have the other end where they're combining things, which is good for me because I've always said, like, I'm. It, it already drives me crazy enough that that we have like in my household we have a hulu and a netflix and it's like i'm not going to start adding all this a la carte stuff it's just it's not happening if you can bundle stuff together then we'll talk you know then maybe we'll talk so it's good that we're, we're moving into this uh into this new realm of things you know all right let's get into some music music oh man oh man if you're in the los angeles area this last weekend and this upcoming weekend these are the weekends if you're in the Los Angeles area to go see those those things, the the really the tourist attractions, go to Hollywood, whatever it is, uh, because everyone's leaving Los Angeles. They did last weekend. They are this weekend. Unfortunately, I left Los Angeles not to go to this, but to sit in the traffic for it as I was heading to Arizona. But this weekend, I will be enjoying the nice quiet of L.A. We we really get this like two times a year. It's it's when Coachella is happening. And it's around Christmas. It just like it's dead around here because so many people are transplants. I, I love it around Christmas and I, I love LA around Coachella because everyone leaves. But let's talk a little bit about Coachella. Cause a lot of people don't realize this. Coachella is actually owned by a gentleman named Phil Anschutz. Uh, Phil Anschutz is the owner founder of AEG. AEG, if you're not familiar with them, World, like they're pretty much nation, probably worldwide, but definitely nationwide. <laughs> definitely nationwide I hope they don't come back either I've said that many times there's a lot of memes going around and I try not to post them because I have a lot of friends that go to Coachella but I'm always like y'all can stay out there <laughs> they got a lot of room in Palm Springs <laughs> just it's all good just wait for the next Coachella I kid I kid not really I kid uh, but Phil Anschutz who owns it makes money off of all these hipsters heading out to Indio to go to Coachella makes money He's a hate-filled bigot, if you're not aware. And in fact, last year he was called out because he was donating a, quite a bit of money to anti-LGBT groups. Well, after the big uproar over that, he came out and said, well, I'm no longer going to donate money to anti-LGBT groups. So now, instead of donating to those groups, he's donating to politicians who support anti-LBGT movements, who support basically... Everything that the Orange Menace talks about that really makes your blood boil, that's what Phil Anschutz is supporting. So, if you really want to look at it from the transitive property, all those hipsters out there that are party that are partying in the desert, partying it makes me pisses me off. Don't get the desert. No, no, no. It's not the desert, guys. Freaking Palm Springs. There's a swimming pool like a mile that way. Calm down. Calm down. But basically everyone that's going out there you're giving your money to Phil Anschutz. He's giving his money to these hate-filled politicians. Think about that for a second. Think about that, wall fans, common sensors. Is that really where you want your money going? Is it? 
Everyone's freaking out, Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce, you just went and performed at an event owned by a hate-filled bigot. Anti-LBGT bigot. Think about it. Think about it. Hmm. Oh, somebody just joined the live feed. Uh, make sure you go back a little bit. The person that just joined, I said I wasn't going to give your name, but you may have. there may have been a little story involving you that you'll remember. Uh, I just, I can't get over Phil Anschutz. All right, I got a little more Coachella news. In fact, I got minimal Coachella news here. Because uh, what happened was I came across a New York Post article. And the, uh, the title of the article was, Even Beyonce Can't Stop Coachella From Sucking. So I click on, oh, this, this could be interesting for me. This could be very interesting for me. Well, I read, I read it. And basically, this article lists a bunch of, like, reasons and then explains them. So I got through the little opening. The first main reason why Coachella sucks... Bridget, prepare yourself for this one. The main reason, according to New York Post, that Coachella sucks is the dust. And then they go on to talk about how it's tough to breathe out of Coachella because the dust and the dry weather are just too much to handle. Well, Coachella people, some of us know what real dust is. And I would say, come on out and I'll show you what real dust is, but I don't, we don't, we don't need your, we don't now. Hmm. As all-inclusive as it is, we know what real dust is. And that dust happens out on a dry lake bed in the middle of Nevada. For a little thing we call Burning Man. Or the burn, for those of us that go. It's called the burn. We don't want to about the Burning Man. Burn. It's the burn. So, uh, that's where I stopped with the article. That's, I was like, oh, that's enough. Because that, that's cute. That's cute, guys. That's cute, Coachella. <laughs> With your little dust, your little dust in your eye. Oh no! Hmm. For those of you that aren't familiar, Coachella—it's literally—it's literally on grass. It's freaking grass. I was there eight years ago. It's freaking grass. Come on, get over yourselves. Dry and hot, please, please. Like I just laughing out loud, laughing out loud. Oh, all right, let's move on. I'm so done with Coachella. I'm going to enjoy this weekend when everyone, all the hipsters head on out there and, you know, run around like idiots. Enjoy yourselves. I, you know, I kid, but if you enjoy Coachella, I, you know, that's fine. Enjoy Coachella. I have, like I said, I have friends that go out there and enjoy Coachella. I've seen all the social media posts and this is just not for me. Not for me by any means. Um, and Not for many people I know. Some people, not a lot of other people, it's not for them. Um, all right. A little more music news. New Pennywise album. That's right. Pennywise. New album coming out tomorrow, Friday, April 20th. I think they did that one on purpose because new albums don't usually come out on Fridays. Uh, coming out tomorrow, April 20th. New album called Never Gonna Die. Never Gonna Die out tomorrow. Uh, if you're a Pennywise fan, if you're into the, the crap, I wouldn't even call them crappy SoCal punk rock. They're just SoCal punk rock. They have a certain style about them. Uh, if you're not familiar with Pennywise, Highly recommend checking them out. Uh, they're one of my personal favorites. Uh, and if you're gonna, if you're gonna start, if you're gonna, just, you have never heard any kind of Pennywise song. If you're gonna start with a song from Pennywise, uh, head on over to the YouTube and just search uh, Pennywise Bro Him. I know, bro. I know, but it's not. It's not like bro. No, no, no. It, there's a reason it's Bro Him. Uh, and, and you'll see when you listen to it, watch whatever it is, check that out. That can cut your teeth on some Pennywise. And then there's there's plenty of great music. It's just 
for many reasons, Bro Him is, is, is absolutely one of my favorite uh, Pennywise songs. Probably one of my favorite songs overall. If you've been to if you've been to weddings where like the groom and the grooms and stuff are, are you know punk rock fans, you've you've there's a good chance you've heard the song. There's a good chance. I, I've actually I've played it at many weddings because the groom comes. I get bro him. All right, <laughs> and don't even question it because I know. I'm like okay, all right, I'm gonna get your bro him coming up. Um, anyway, one more thing on music. One more thing, and this is one I'm just super excited about. Uh, the great band Give Me Motion. Give Me Motion, new music video coming out very, very soon. Very, very soon. Uh, it, co- it could possibly even be today. I know they are literally working on the music video as we speak, uh, so look for a new music video from Give Me Motion in the next day or so. It's it's coming up. If, 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 you, if you're not sure how to get that music video, uh, head on over to YouTube, search Give Me Motion, and subscribe. Subscribe. Give Me Motion, new video coming out. Uh, and like I always say, I'm a little biased. But it's one of the best fans out there right now is Give Me Motion, so check them out. You should have already checked out Give Me Motion because I've been talking about it pretty much since the beginning of this podcast. All right, let's move on to some tech. Let's get into some tech. God, this show, like, I, it feels off the rails, but I don't think we are. I'm just kind of all over the place tonight. You know what it is? It's because it's NHL playoffs. Watch the Bruins beat up on the uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs earlier. Got the Red in it's baseball season. Got the Red Sox down there in Anaheim. They were winning last time I checked. Maybe I can get some score updates from someone on the uh, live feed there. So I'm just, I think I'm just like all over the place right now. Maybe I still get some of that Arizona, like dry weather in my. I don't know. I don't know. It's they got some weather out there. I think we got lucky, but because my my buddy was like, yeah, it's gonna be 115, and I was like, dude, I don't care how dry it is. 115 ain't fun. It ain't fun. All right, let's get into some tech. Uh, so we got some news. For those of you that are video game fans, especially if you're fans of the old consoles, you know, uh, Nintendo released the NES Classic, which is coming back in uh, in uh, June. They're re-releasing the NES Classic in June. We have had the SNES Classic, uh, which I think is still available right now. Uh, well, of course, Sega's getting in on the game here. Uh, and they just recently announced the uh, the Mega Drive Mini. That's right, the Mega Drive Mini. So essentially, I'm not going to get into all the details of this, but it's the same concept as the NES Classic. The same concept as the NES Classic, uh, except Sega games. So it's going to be a smaller version of of the uh, the Mega Drive, which was released, I believe, in 1988 or 89, was released in the U.S. Uh, and this is, of course, going to have all the games built in. I don't know how many games exactly. We haven't gotten a ton of details other than they've just unveiled it and, and more stuff's going to be coming out. Uh, so if you're a Sega, Sega person... You, you know, you have a Sega Genesis when you're a kid and, and want to relive that nostalgia. Uh, it's it's coming down the pipes, coming down the pipes. No release date yet, uh, but will be coming uh, eventually. So, you know, mark I, w- I wouldn't say uh, mark your calendars. Uh, yes, I'm seeing your comments. <laughs> this is what, So my mother's in Hawaii. Usually this is a little late for my mother uh, because she's in California. My mother's in Hawaii right now, so <laughs> it's pretty early in the day for her. Uh, and so, she, so she's uh, she's over there commenting up my uh, my live feed. Yes, ma, I, I'm seeing your comments. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, more tech, more tech. Uh, it's a new Samsung, new Samsung phone. Don't get excited. I know what well, you're like. Well, they just released the S9 and the S9 Plus and the Note 92 or what? I think it's the Note 9. Whatever it is, uh, they just released it. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is very different from your usual Samsung phone 
handset releases. Uh, so they have unveiled the Galaxy J2 Pro. Galaxy J2 Pro. This is similar to a phone I talked about a couple weeks ago on one of the episodes uh, where it was only capable of uh, only capable of making calls and text messages. This is a little different because that was like a pared down phone. You know, looked like it was like an old flip phone essentially. Uh, but still had data. You know, just minimal. Still had data. Well, this one is basically... If you were to take a like like an old uh, Galaxy, like an S4, you know the small little smaller version, and rip out the modem, the modem which which gives you access to Wi-Fi uh, as well as 3G uh, or 4G LTE, just rip that out. So it looks like a, a smaller pared down Galaxy phone, but it is literally only capable uh, of calls and texts. I've been looking at this. I was looking at this one today. So I, I always like to talk about this when new phones come out, especially when it's Samsung. Especially when it's Samsung, uh, just to just to be on top of things. And I was thinking, like, I I don't see the audience for this, but obviously there is some kind of audience. Samsung knows what they're doing. The only thing I can think of is this is kind of like, so they make these pared down flip phones and stuff. But you don't want to be maybe you don't you just want the basic functions, but you don't want it to like look like a flip phone. So this is your answer to it. Uh, would be uh, would be this phone and it'll still look like you've got, you know, the fully loaded smartphone and everything else. And it's not going to have apps obviously, cause it doesn't have data, but you know, you're, <laughs> you're holding it. I, I guess that's the only thing I think of. Uh, but if you're interested, that's going to be available here coming, coming soon. They just unveiled it. So it's going to be a little while, but that, and it's not like they're putting a lot of work into it. The thing's real basic. Uh, so, so look for that coming down the pipe very, 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 very soon. All right. One more thing on tech. Uh, I'm watching my live feed here. I've got, a uh, bunch of relatives on there now talking to each other. That's okay. Have, have, use the live feed. Use the live feed. I think Bridget realized I was a little bit off the... No, I'm just kidding. She, she's around somewhere. She's probably putting kids to bed. Uh, one more thing on tech. Would be a new thing coming out from Google, and it's called Google AIY. AIY. Now, if that sounds familiar to you, that's because there's a term for things uh, called DIY and it's do it yourself. So you can buy like DIY kits uh, to put together certain things when it comes to electronic, whatever it might be, uh, electronics, construction, all kinds of different things. Uh, but that, that's kind of a term. And so what Google did was they took that term and changed it to AIY because it involves AI, which is artificial intelligence for those of you that aren't aware, uh, which you really should be. If you don't know what AI means, uh, just just know it it you you have it unless you have one of these pared down phones. All smartphones now are built with AI, artificial intelligence. Siri, that's AI. Google's that's AI. You know, you're playing a video game like on your smartphone or on your tablet or whatever. That's AI. There's a lot of artificial intelligence in there. So familiarize yourself with that. Uh, that's the extent of what you should familiarize. You just need to know the term. So when someone says AI, you're like, what? No. Oh, yes. Artificial intelligence. Uh, so what they're, they're putting these kits together. You can actually get them at Target and on Target.com. Uh, and it, it's for education, which I really like. Uh, they're making these kits mainly for kids, but I, personally I'd probably pick one up myself just to play around with and understand it. Uh, but it's learning how to put together AI and, and program AI to do certain things. So they have these kits, and then you build it and program it and get a better understanding of artificial intelligence. And I absolutely love this. Because especially with how small the world is now, we need to get kids started early. I always joke about this because, you know, schools now, especially like high schools and I think even down to middle school, uh, they do coding classes. They do coding classes. 
And I just I always think like, man, I would have loved to have that when I was a kid. But coding when I was a kid was a whole different ball game, whole different ball game. It was something you, if you were gonna get into co- you went to college and you were in tech and all that other stuff. Um, so I'm loving this. I'm loving this. I'm gonna try to get one to play around with. My my daughter's too young, but uh, to be playing, I'm sure too young to be playing with it. She's she's not even two. But I'd like to test one of those out. And if you've got kids of the right age, check that out. Or, if, you know, if you're a uh, educator, work with a school, volunteer with a school, this they're going to be getting these out to schools as well just to spread that understanding of AI. Uh, all right, you know what? I'm skipping. I had a whole thing. ESPN's just ridiculous these days. We're basically done with ESPN. They put up a complete BS article. I'm not going to get into it. I'm just I'm going to I'm going to commiserate with Chris on it because they were basically trying to scare Patriots fans, but we're done with ESPN. What I do want to talk about in sports is a huge, huge, huge congratulations to Desiree Linden. That's right, Desiree Linden, who just just won the 2018 Boston Marathon. Desiree Linden, first American woman to win the Boston Marathon in 33 years. 33 years, first American woman to win the Boston Marathon. So congratulations to you, Desiree Linden. And I'm going to let you in on a funny little story. So I saw this the other day, and I was like, Desiree Linden. And I was reading, and you know, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I looked at a picture, and I go, she looks kind of familiar. Why, like, why does she look so familiar? <laughs> and then I realized, because uh, I was reading an article, and they were like, from Chula Vista, California. And if you're not familiar with San Diego, Chula Vista is south, south, south San Diego. It's actually pretty close to the border. Uh, great area. Uh, I have actually have quite a few friends that, that live down in that area. You know, there's great little suburb and stuff. Uh, but Chula Vista, California, and I real and I was like, oh wait a minute. So Desiree Linden is her married name. If any of you out there are my age and ran track in San Diego, California, you may have known her as Desiree Davila. Desiree Davila from Hilltop High School, class of 2001. Uh, I actually was ex- just extra cool little special thing for me because I was like, wow, we were in high school at the same time. And I remember her when he, when we were in high school. Uh, I don't know that she'd remember me. She she like I was elite in high school and she was like elite, elite, elite plus, I guess. And I was explaining to a, to a friend of mine the other day. I was like, yeah, that basically means she made the paper a lot more than I did. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's in there a lot more, a lot more. Uh, and I remember her, her running even in high school. We were competing on the same track, not against each other, uh, but we were competing on the same track at meets and invites and everything else. So I thought it was really cool that she was that she won the Boston Marathon, uh, and congratulations to you, Desiree Linden, first woman in 33, first American woman in 33 years to win the uh, women's race at the Boston Marathon. So good for her. All right, let's get into some common sense. I've got some common sense stuff this week. Mm. I'm really enjoying this chronic ale. It's light, but it's tasty. Light, but tasty. This might probably be a good daytime beer. Uh, and it's, I think it's, it's an amber ale, but it's not real ambery. Ambery? God, making up words left and right. Am- it's not super amber, ambered out. Uh, all right, common sense. Uh, I just want to touch on this one real quick. Elon Musk, something came out. Uh, Elon Musk, and I think, I don't know. I think he was giving a giving a talk or something or, you know, maybe an all-hands meeting with Tesla. Uh, and basically, he has what people are calling an unconventional approach to meetings. And he told all of his employees that if you're sitting in a meeting or you're sitting on a conference call and it is not productive, that you should get up and leave or you should hang up the phone because you are not using your time wisely sitting in a non-productive meeting. 
right? And this one really hit home for me because I can't tell you over my career, especially like when I, especially when I was in marketing, good Lord, God, just so many, oh, so many meetings. Can't tell you how many times I'm sitting in a meeting going, what are we even doing here? What is going on? I mean, I sat in meetings where people were trying to concoct like tabloid news just to get, you know, marketing and no, I bet like, no. And just, just BS meetings where nothing's happening. And in fact, I'm going to let you in on a little story. When I was working at Disney, I was doing marketing uh, for, for Radio Disney and Disney Channel. Uh, the entirety of Disney Channel, that entire division, decided uh, that they weren't going to do meetings on Fridays anymore. Meetings have to happen Monday through Thursday unless it's an absolute emergency. Well, the kicker on this was they made this announcement on a Friday. And then what they did was they scheduled a meeting on a Friday brought us all into a room and said, we're not going to have meetings on Friday anymore. Yeah, this is how large companies work. Uh, so good on you, Elon Musk. I really appreciate, like, just so much appreciate this. Because that's the important thing is productivity. Uh, fortunately, I've had some great bosses over the years that, you know, that they didn't care. You know, because you run into some bosses that you need to be, you need to be sitting at this sitting in this office from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Doing what? Doing what? I don't need 10 hours a day, you know? I mean, and I get it. Every you'll, You do at times. I don't need 10 hours a day. It's all about productivity and getting your work done. All right. Well, we got some stone news. I got two, two pieces of stone news here. And actually, just a heads up uh, for those of you, the common sensors wall fans uh just uploaded a new go tell to the brewery review of a of a stone of a stone beer brand new stone beer scorpion bowl ipa so head on over to the youtube channel check that out youtube channel and check that out but stone news stone news we've talked about their little lawsuit that they have with miller coors over keystone light and their use of the word stones uh on the cans for keystone light you should all be somewhat familiar with that. Well, what happened was Miller Coors decided to hit them with a counter lawsuit claiming that Stone stole the Stone name from Keystone. And so they're suing them to make Stone Brewing cease and desist on using the Stone name. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. I guess when your beer tastes like water, you you know, you got to find ways to, to market. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I just want to give you this quote from Stone's legal counsel. This is Noah Haggy Hagee, uh, and this is their lawyer. And this is, I quote, Miller Coors was unable to deflect any of Stone's claims, all of which now proceed to discovery and likely preliminary injunction hearing. Apologies, uh, unquote, apologies for the legalese, quote. <laughs> As for the, the counterclaims, Miller Coors will probably regret filing them. The allegations do serious damage to Keystone's case and basically concede there is actual confusion in the market. And more important, Miller Coors now admits it knew about the widespread use of Stone's mark, mark during Keystone's rebranding, which takes this case into the stratosphere of economic and punitive damages for willful infringement. Hmm. So this is going to be fun, wall fans, common censors. Uh, look forward to, in the next few years, to a much larger stone brewing facility there in Escondido, California, because I have a feeling they're going to make some money off of this one. They're going to make some money. And on that note, 
of Stone Brewing and possibly expanding their brewery when they make a bunch of money from Miller Coors and they win this lawsuit. We know they're going to do it well because it was just announced. Just announced yesterday, April 18th, 2018. Stone Brewing was named P3S Facility of the Year from the California Water Environment Association. I know, P3S. What is P3S? Basically, this just says that Stone is doing their absolute best job and a better job than anyone else uh, when it comes to waste management and pollution. Waste management and pollution. So we know not only is Stone great beer, not only are they a great brewery overall doing things like collaborations with Fat Mike of the Great No Effects, but we know that they are doing it environmentally friendly. And they have one of the smallest footprints out there. One of the smallest carbon footprints. So good on you, Stone. Uh, take down Coors and keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep, in, keep that environment happy. And keep making great beer because I sure love your beer. I mean, I love Pizza Port too. Uh, episode 52 brought to you by Pizza Port Chronic Ale. Not really. Yeah. Maybe, no. All right. Let's move along here. Let's move along. It's enough Stone. All right. I got a couple more things. Then we're going to finish up for the evening. Domino's, Domino's this week announced that they will be doing deliveries to other locations outside of houses and addresses. This means that they will deliver to places like beaches and parks, which I kind of thought they did. I swear to God, I've gotten pizza delivered at the beach. Nonetheless, now they are officially able to deliver pizzas to a park, to a beach, other places without an actual address. I don't think you're going to be able to get them inside Disneyland. The mouse is going to stop you right there. Uh, no, no, no outside. Nope, no. Nope. But everywhere else, probably going to be able to get some, some Domino's delivered as long as you have it in your area. And just like that, just in time for 420. So as you're enjoying 420 out at the beach tomorrow, because now we can do that in California, you can order yourself a nice little pizza. Although I highly recommend picking up a munchie meal from Jack in the Box. It's best to get them after 9 p.m., but you can you can get them all day. Get one. Oh god, one of those chicken tater melts, a couple of those greasy tacos. Oh, oh, sounds good. I haven't I haven't had dinner yet. Can you tell? I haven't had dinner yet. Mm. That's my next thing to do. Maybe I'll have a munchie meal. No, I'm gonna wait till tomorrow. Get a merry a merry munchie meal. I don't even. Maybe they. they there's got to be around. We talked about them. Uh, all right, moving on. Toys R Us. I have some bad news for Toys R Us fans. We've been tracking this one, and we had the founder of Bratz Dolls, MGA Entertainment, who put together a bid to purchase Toys R Us and all their assets, and actually put that bid forward to the uh, uh, the lending group that, that is dealing with the financial side of Toys R Us. Well, what happened was uh, the bid was rejected. The bid was rejected, and I'm not understanding why... I can't really get a straight answer as to why this bid was rejected, but the thing that's killing me right now, that's killing me right now is the lending group just doesn't care about all the jobs that are going to be lost across the country. Doesn't care, you know? And I'm guilty of it too, because I've talked about, I can't believe, what are we going to do? I can't take my daughter to Toys R Us. I can't go there and see things. I can't go and get a better understanding of this new crib that I'm going to buy or this new you know, bathtub or thing, bathtub, whatever it is, bathtub insert. I'm not buying bathtubs, but they, if you have kids, you understand what I'm saying, you know, but it's also all the jobs. We literally, you have thousands of employees that are watching this happen and got their hopes up because they were going to be saved. And then the lending group said, nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. 
So we'll see what happens. Still holding out hope. Uh, selfishly because I love Toys R Us and I love taking my daughter there. But more importantly, I'm holding out hope because I don't want to see all those great people lose their jobs. Uh, and if you want to go back, you can go. You just go to the YouTube channel and you can you can see what I'm talking about with my my individual uh, Toys R Us story. All right, <clears throat> I got one more. I got one more. We got a little something happening in uh, in Michigan right now. In Michigan, just outside Detroit. Let me see if I can get the exact uh, Auburn, Michigan. Auburn, Michigan. There's a high school there. Uh, where some students and others, not just students, have been pulling up to the school, have been pulling up, parking outside the school with trucks that are draped in Confederate flags and have Confederate flags painted on them. It started out with with six trucks that were students, uh, and since then, it's continuing to happen on a daily basis. Since then, other people who weren't even students have been coming, coming and parking their trucks outside the school parks. Trucks with Confederate flags and Confederate flag-themed stuff, actual flags, painted on there, whatever else. I don't want to get into how ridiculous this is, like completely how ridiculous it is. Let's, but let, let's go top line here. Um, so students in Auburn, Michigan, uh, I just want to inform you, your state, it's not in the south. In fact, you're pretty far fucking north. You ain't in the south. So don't give me that bullshit about state pride. We're state pride. It's all about state pride. No, no, no. No. You're a racist, bigoted asshole. And you know how I know you're a racist, bigoted asshole? Because here's the quote they got from one of the kids who decided to go park his truck outside the school. And I quote. And I quote. Cameron Myers from Auburn, Michigan. And I quote. It's not about racism. It's a country boy thing. It's a country boy thing? It's a country boy thing. What the fuck does that even mean? You're a country boy, so that gives you a right to be racist? That gives you a right to fly a flag that stands for slavery? No, my friend. Just because you're a country boy doesn't make it okay for you to be a racist asshole. It's not how things work. Not how things work. It's a symbol for racism. That's what the Confederate flag is. It's a symbol for racism. And if you don't think it is, you need to pull your head out of your fucking ass. Because I'm sick of stuff like this. It's a country boy thing. What do you mean it's a country boy thing? What does that even mean? You, you didn't have enough stuff to, to make to show that you're a country boy? I don't even know what a country boy is. You listen to country music? You need a Confederate flag to listen to country music? Give me a break. Give me a break and do better, Auburn, Michigan. Do better. Because you should know better. Luckily, there are many people out there, like me, and like you, wall fans and common sensors, that understand the absolute bullshit behind this. And we're going to do better. We're going to do better. So I'm going to leave you with that, wall fans, common sensors. It's a country boy thing. It's a country boy. I'm chewing my tobacco, wearing my cowboy hat, listen to Alan Jackson. What's a, what's, what's, God. I heard that so many times in Arizona at the country bar. Uh, friends in low plate, Jesus Christ. Probably this dude, Cameron Myers, probably ro ro rolling around in his truck with a giant Confederate flag with his cowboy hat and his chewing tobacco and listening to Alan Jackson, friends in low places. I could see it right now. You better keep your ass in Auburn, Michigan, my friend. Stay the hell there. That ain't going to fly in Los Angeles. Another reason why I'll never be leaving Los Angeles.
<laughs> All right, see, we saved the ranting for the end of the show, wall fans. Thanks for joining in. This has been episode 53. That's right, episode 53. We're just chugging along, chugging along. Don't forget to check out that YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall. Of course, we're still on Facebook for now, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, on Twitter, at tell the wall pod or at Magic Muppet. Follow both of them. All kinds of nuggets of common sense coming out on a weekly basis there. And of course, SeanOrourkeLive.com. You can head over there. You'll get links to all those things I just mentioned as well as our Patreon page. Throw us a couple dollars. Financially support the show. Every little bit counts. You know, this is free. I put this out there into the universe for free. Support us financially. I'm not asking you to buy me a car or anything, but throw us a couple dollars if you enjoy it. Uh, and of course, tell your friends. Subscribe. Tell your friends. And look for some of those... Hashtag common sense stickers out in the marketplace. God, I've been in marketing too long. Out in the world right now. As always, wall fans, common sensors, thank you for listening. I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and this has been episode 53. And remember, wall fans, common sensors, country boys, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter why you're doing it, and no matter who you're with, Always use common sense.